3: I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive.
2: Hey, how exactly does a track rear in on the
4: Plymouth work?
3: It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560, the source.
5: And it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. And if you're listening to us on Sunday, thank you for doing that as well. I think we got a couple of car reviews here we're going to start off with here in a moment. So my son's calling in. Uh, Also, question of the day. Oldest expired tag doesn't have to be a temporary. It can just be expired tags that you've seen lately. So the oldest expired tag that you've seen lately, that is the question of the day. And I'll give you a few. I mean, I see these all the time. I don't know whether I'm just more, you know in tune to it because i watch it on a regular basis but it just is uh, uh just continues to amaze me at how many of these things there are ken rackley going to join us today as well from tune Tech automotive but let me get richard up here we'll get a couple of reviews in and uh, we'll get things fired off here if you got questions again give us a call 303-477-5600 good morning richard morning so what have you driven here lately
1: uh, a few cars, uh, kind of a, a, a fun one, and that was the 2021 Volkswagen Tiguan, okay. which um, actually, believe it or not, has got a third row in it these oh, days. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it does. And so now, let's be honest, right? That third row is not super, super useful, right? It, it's meant for the smaller variety. Sure. Um, and then it's got your, your typical you know, Volkswagen um, technology, right? Really nice, you know, really simple to use, simple to operate. Um, I enjoyed, some people didn't like the engine, but I believe it's got, let me pull it up here. Um, I believe it's got a turbocharged engine in it now, uh, or not now, but you know, they, they've kind of gone a little bit more, uh, to that as, as far as standards go. And I believe we drove the R line dad, which we kind did. of obviously makes it a little bit sportier, right? right. Improves it, makes it. a little better looking it, too, by it, the it, way. It does. It gives it, it gives it a little bit. Um, it gives a little bit of a more sporty styling. And yeah, it's a and two. A it's a two.
5: Different... Real quick for everybody listening, it's a two-liter, one hundred eighty-five, one hundred eighty-four horsepower turbocharged engine, too.
1: Exactly, and, and so, and so, folks. For our altitude, we always stress that, right? The need to, to kind of have that And this segment, Dad. Is, is kind of um, gotten a little bit more um, popular, right? In in regards, one to of the most. It is right. You've, you've got all sorts of different manufacturers in your Kia's in it. Mitsubishi. Dodge, everybody, Toyota, everybody, everybody's got a car
5: in this particular and, area.
1: And, and the Tiguan is, is and, and, and like I said, it's kind of that compact crossover. And again, it's got that third row, which most mm-hmm. of these, not a lot of them, I should say, have. And so I, we enjoyed it. I enjoyed driving it. Got, you know, decent fuel economy. Um, I, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know the number's offhand, but I know that you were in the high, high 20s, if I'm not mistaken. Again, for an SUV, going around town was great. Has, has has great you know responsiveness that that we noted and like i said the technology folks if you're looking to get into a car and not have a whole bunch of bells and whistles and struggle That's roughly 30, 30 grandish or
5: so car. so it's not a badly priced car at all as far as that goes
1: Exactly and, and like I you said you driven this in the past what did you think
5: Oh it's a good car i agree with you i mean i think they've got a lot of great features for for that segment i will say that it is more than likely going to be a little less priced for what you actually end up with. So, yeah, it's a pretty good value. It is, to my knowledge, one, and I think you said this already, but one of the few third-row seat vehicles in that class where if you just want to go to the airport, you got a couple of kids with you, you can put the adults in that middle seat, put the kids in the far back seat, and there you go. And it actually works fairly well. It's one of the few vehicles in that segment that does that.
1: Exactly. And let's be honest, folks, right? That third row is not for adults, right? It's not going to... It's not going to take a nice long road trip, even for. You're not kids, putting a six foot two
5: dude in the town. back of that, by any means.
1: <laughs> exactly, but but if you want to go around town, throw you know throw the kids in there, maybe yep. throw some of the kids' friends in there, whatever it is, you've got the capabilities of doing that. And again, folks, Volkswagen, as we've come to know, outside of the other you know the other stuff that, that happened in the past, reliable car, dad. Right, it's going to it's going to run for a long time for you. Um, you're not going to have to do a whole lot to it as long as you kind of do your basics maintenance and such on and again there's a lot of other cars in this class and so by adding that third row they've really differentiated themselves and the r line's a
5: good looking car too so that's the other plus side to it it
1: it is and again that and that's the key right is it adds that that looks to it so if folks are interested obviously get out test drive it as we always encourage you to do because you may not have the same feelings that we do about it which is okay that's right but just get out feel it and then when you do that let them know that john and richard rush from drive radio and rush to reason thank you
5: all right. I know you also drove another car that sort of competes with this, but on, I guess you could say a, a it's a little larger, higher level, and that's the Acura. Is it the RDX you drove?
1: Correct. Yep. The RDX 2022 RDX, um, and really is, is, is honestly one of my favorite yep, cars. Yeah, it's a to staple in that whole world.
5: Actually, when it comes to that particular uh, size of vehicle, that it really has become a staple in that luxury SUV oh, it, oh, market. It is.
1: And, Exactly, and you're getting a luxury SUV, Dad, for in the mid-50s, I believe is the yep. one that we had, which did have the all-wheel drive, which is really important. Uh, had You know, had a few other features we obviously don't necessarily like to do that. There's not a whole lot of um, updates for 2022, um, a few technology. It does have the technology piece that you hate, Dad, in terms of kind of that one-to-one ratio. Not quite the mouse pad of, of Lexus and Toyota, but it takes a little bit getting used to. But for me, it's relatively easy to use, right? Because I kind of grew up on video games, and right. it's pretty simple and stylish that way. But um, outside of that, Dad, it was good-looking really car, by the way. It is. It had a really beautiful blue color, and Acura has done a fantastic job with their lighting and then just their body lines and their styling. It looks really nice. Had a nice. It's got a turbocharged engine in. it. Again, we just talked about that. Works really, really well, which is which is a nice thing. Did, nice did you drive the A
5: spec version, by the way, or was it just the standard version?
1: Yes, actually, I did drive the A-Spec version, and I don't have, do you have that in front of you, that it, everything that it gives you? Yeah,
5: you get some extra features I, with it, and, and it by the way, it's just their sporty version of it, if you would, I think is the best way to, the performance version of that, I guess is the way to say that, it, and it, I actually like the look and of it, it a lot.
1: Well and, and like you said, it changes some of the look and folks we will say this. We don't always like to sit here and go through all of the features dad, because I think that bores people. But the A Spec does add some of those additional features, some of the luxury finishes, some of the I think there are actually some some different safety stuff and then of course the styling look of it. But folks, if you are in the market for a five seater but mainly a four seater, kind of that, you know, SU you know, mid size SUV, all wheel drive here in Colorado. That's again that luxury market. That's a little bit sportier, right? And right. that's kind of what that RDX is. Yeah, this two is liter turbo car, again,
5: you know, similar to what we were talking about a moment ago in the other car.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and they've done a, they've done a nice job. It's quiet on the inside. Yeah. You can change up the modes, you know, your driving modes, as you can with most cars these days, right? You can True. do the sport mode or the eco mode or comfort or whatever it is, and you do notice a, a noticeable difference, right? You put it in sport mode, and those 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 shift points change, right? And you get a little bit right. more out of the engine, that sort of stuff. So it was a fun car to drive for me. I really enjoyed it. And, again, this is a car that they haven't had done a whole lot to over the years, Dad, but they've just kind of done some subtle improvements. And so if folks are interested, maybe you've had your eye on it for a while, I encourage you to check it out again. Not a whole lot of difference from 2021 to 2022, but just enough. And, again, folks, you're getting into a luxury SUV. You'll get that little bit added value. And you can actually get into this, Dad, in the 40s if right. you really want it, depending right. on the – depending on the model and stuff you want. But obviously the A-Spec that we drove was right there in the mid-50s. So if folks are interested, as we always say, right, head out, and we just said it before, test drive these vehicles. See if you like it. Maybe you don't like the controls. Maybe you don't like how the seat feels. Your kids, whatever it is, you need to be the one to judge it, even obviously in the market that it is today with very few inventory. But see what you can do. Maybe they've got a used one on hand that you can test drive and see. And, uh, when you, and when you do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio and Rush to Reason sent you.
5: All right. Beautiful weekend. Enjoy, Richard. Thanks for your time. I appreciate the update. Thanks. See you. All right. Talk to you soon. And uh, Ken Rackley again with us, Tech Automotive. And, yeah, Ken, I I always say go drive these vehicles because yeah. what, what I like you know, may not be what you like, may not be what the next person likes, exactly. it may not have the right, as Richard even said, sometimes just – the way the seat fits, the right. ergonomics, how you feel behind the wheel. Exactly. I mean, all of these things change, and it's not that one is is better. That's what I always hate when you, especially get on some of the forums and online right. and so on, and people start beating you know, each up yeah. over, over those things. it's well, this like, one's better
6: than that. It's like, well, no, they're you know, they're all going to be good, reliable vehicles. Exactly. You know, which one fits you best? Yes, exactly. What do you like best about it? That's right. Do you like the outside looks better? You know, because there's there's vehicles that I get into, and it's like I like this better than my. Truck. Right, but but I like this part better right. on my truck That's than right. I do on this one. That's so, right. No, you're right. You know, but 100%. Yeah, whatever fits you better, and you're you're not going to make a bad choice.
5: There's on anything. there's it's hard in today's world, and, and I know again this is a broad statement, and I know there's just a few exceptions to this, but. I'll I'll just say it anyways. It's hard in today's world to find a vehicle that if you take care of it, maintain it, will not last you your lifetime.
6: Right, exactly.
5: I know there's a few exceptions to that. There's some folks that have some issues. And I will also say that post-COVID, we've seen a few issues on different makes and models and things that are happening. But again, reliability-wise and so on. And by the way, if you get through the first year or two on the warranty period, um, you're probably set anyways. You're right. Now, now, with all that being said, Ken and I will talk about through the show today, direct injection vehicles, which by and far is what most of these vehicles are coming with. They do require different maintenance than if you're driving a vehicle that, says 10 years old and is not a direct injection engine. There are going to be different requirements in buying that new car, versus what you're driving currently now when it comes to even oil changes and things along those lines. Sure.
6: Yeah, exactly. Well, and and some of the things they, you know, in the owner's manual, they don't it's not even a recommended service, you know, an upper engine clean or you know, the right. carbon cleaning right. on the you know, intake and stuff like that. So Which the,
5: which the, I have a beef with that because these guys know that yeah, those things exactly. need done. Yeah. Uh trust me on that, they know those things <laughs> yeah. need done. It should <laughs> exactly. be in the owner's manual. Yeah, they're exactly. they're not putting it there because As we've said many, many times, these particular manufacturers, all of them, they're all guilty of this. There's not one that outshines another. They're all guilty of this because they're in a... Competitive marketplace whereby they're trying to keep the total cost of ownership to a minimum. So if they start putting in there that your oil change is going to be $150 each time, and you need to do that every 5,000 miles, which, by the way, in some of these vehicles you do, it's going to change that total cost of ownership, and they don't want you seeing that.
6: Right, exactly. Yeah, the first 100,000 miles in maintenance is, you know, is four thousand dollars more on this vehicle because they recommend that that's right they're just not going to do that. they're not telling you that but they're but they're definitely going to recommend those services when you bring it in or you know if you do bring it in that's right i mean it's it's not not something that uh is in the owner's manual but it's something that needs to be done
5: great point Uh, all right we're going to come right back questions for us 303-477-5600 this is drive radio klz 560
7: want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720 500 Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once, and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop! Learn how to lower your total interest cost. 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298191, regulated by Dora.
0: For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state of the art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? check out hiking the trail safely with your dog at lone tree veterinary medical center they believe all pets deserve to have
3: a good life
0: call today 303-708-8050 or check them out lone tree
3: here are the three c's of high performance in less than 60 seconds your engine piston rings must have good compression which makes good combustion which saves cash at the pump but you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon today's engines use low tension rings which clog much easier which lowers compression combustion and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs this problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change the best service shops use a bg product that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three c's in just 15 minutes it has three letters e
5: Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website drive-radio.com. All right, John and Cheyenne, welcome. Drive Radio, how's it going, sir? Good
0: morning. I just finished swapping out a tire, and I need your advice.
5: All right, that's what we're here for?
0: Is it worth it to switch out from those ridiculous 16.5s to 16
5: uh, rims on my 80 Chevy? It's going to get to the point where you won't even find tires for the 16.5s, I'm guessing. I mean, you can still find some, but it's going to get less and less and less, I believe.
0: Yeah, and I just paid 200 bucks
5: for one tire. And that's there. Now, not saying you're going to save a lot on 16s, cause but you can find some 16s in the 150 range. But availability yeah. is good. And they're be, it, yeah, all over the map yeah. on, on those. You can buy any and, tire you want in a 16. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the, the thing is, is I don't worry about a off road tire because I put four chains on it to move snow with. You just with need a good anyway. heavy
5: 10 ply tire, is all you need. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, second question. I bought a set of aftermarket headers at Napa. They're the right size. Okay. But they don't have that spot. This is the 6.6 or 400, whichever are we, 6.6 or 400 today. Uh, We could go either way. On the old Chevy, I'd call (laughs) it a 400. Yeah. I'm old like you guys, so I I look at it as a 400. I agree. On some of the uh, exhaust manifolds where they bulk up to the block, there looks like some vacuum uh, lines that mm-hmm. go into it some metal lines mm
5: mm-hmm. Mhm Yeah do I need those No not when you put the headers on that's for the they use that to warm the engine up faster is what they used to do with that it's got a little butterfly valve down there they'd use to kind of close the exhaust off and keep the you know keep the heat in the engine more and, and honestly they they were worthless. Okay most. so like well, little anyway. Yeah they didn't work for beans <laughs> Yeah okay. <laughs> anyway, it was a great it was a great thought, but not yeah. they, they didn't work. They were yeah. awful. Right.
0: So those little metal lines that screw into the top I'm surprised it's really
5: still weird. there. Most what? of those were eliminated years ago.
0: Now, well, nobody's ever worked had this engine out of it or anything.
5: Okay,
6: and that's and that's on the the heat riser, the exhaust on, on the, other the passenger, passenger side. side, right?
5: And they're on both sides. Oh, it's on both. What year is it? Yeah. What year is that truck, John? Eighty. Oh. Yeah, it probably is on an 80. Okay. Because that was the last year before they went to the newer body style. That's probably. I was just making the case. Making sure
6: it wasn't like a heated choke or something, but no, uh, yeah, because you've got an electric
0: choke on it. The guy I bought it off replaced the carburetor with uh, Edelbrock 650. And it doesn't matter.
5: Yeah, Yeah. take them off. Yeah, Yeah. take them off. Here's the other
0: thing, John. He's got that Edelbrock 650, and he's got an inline fuel filter, the guy I bought it off of, Mm -hmm. right? One of those. Clear plastic, you get them in Napa, okay. RAM, you yeah, know. Sure. To, to check. The problem is, is it if it sits for more than a day, the fuel all flows back down and I gotta pump it up like twenty times. Hmm. Suggestion. What carburetor they put on it? The Edelbrock six fifty.
5: I don't know why people do that. But the Rochester that, was the that was, jet that was the that was on it originally is the yeah, best one they ever yeah, built. I don't, they, yeah. I don't know why they I don't know why people do stupid yeah. things like that cuz they don't know anything and about And I got
0: them. this thing from an old guy and it was already 28 years old. Yeah. Did they change
5: the manifold too or, or has it got a spread bore carburetor on? it? Uh, I believe it's got they didn't change the manifold. So primaries are smaller than the secondaries? I'm not sure, John. Just when you yeah. take the air cleaner off, just look and see what I'm getting at there, John. Is you could probably still find a a good Quadrajet. Somebody could rebuild it and put on if you can find. I mean, there's there's they're around. Yeah. There's a few around. There's not a ton, but you could there's, go back to that. There's
0: no problem with the carburetor. It's the problem is is the fuel. Is the check valve? There's the no check valve. Yeah.
5: yeah, those didn't. Those didn't I mean, have a check valve where the Rochester's did you know right
6: oh. the one the only thing that i can think of is maybe an electric feeder pump that would help you know yeah
5: um, that back would help by
6: back by the tank uh
5: but one of the little carter rotary pumps you can buy them at yeah, napa exactly uh, 60430 is the part number just put that on back by the tank after the switch valve john right okay and then yeah. after that
1: just
5: bypass the uh By- bypass pump the pump regular pump. mechanical pump and call it good yeah and some you don't d- have to yeah but- i
6: would a- no actually on that system i think you need to run that that's the return pump in it the return yeah the returns so- in it
5: not the f- fuel filter
6: you got three lines going into the fuel pump
5: um, or, I have to look. Yeah, I have to. Cause I, I, I think, believe it is. Yeah. yeah. If not, you could it bypass serious. it right. and put a. In Napa sells a little, the little metal uh, fuel filters that have a return built into them. You could put the return out of the fuel filter if you did it that way. So there's a couple of You're, different right. ways you can do it. It's not a big deal either way. Okay. Yeah.
8: And then, or but no you need like a return. 100%. Yeah,
5: yeah, because it'll hide. There's no like. One-way
0: filter that has a check valve on the one. The Quadrajets had
5: those, yes, but yeah, this one does not. That's yeah. why, again, people back in the day they, they hated Quadrajets because they can not set it. They did, didn't know them. They didn't know how yeah, to work on them. Exactly. <laughs> Even though they were very simple carburetors, they didn't know it. Yeah. So then they take it off, throw it away, and put some crappy Edelbrock carburetor on. Yeah. Yes, I said that.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Edelbrock worked okay. They were but, fine, yeah. but they weren't a Quadrajet.
5: Yeah, right.
0: Listen to you all these years. I I've come to the conclusion you're not an Edelbronn fan. Um,
5: I am not a, f- and you know there's, there are but few situations where taking the original carburetor off of a vehicle is merited. That was not one of them.
6: Right. Exactly. Okay. The quadricuts with yeah, meter fine. fuel, they nothing would, wrong yeah, with them. Exactly.
5: They worked perfect. They got the best fuel economy. Right. They they were the best carburetor you could have put on the vehicle in the day. And people, again, they didn't understand them. They didn't think they made as much power as they should. Which, again, was a they were seven hundred and twenty CFM. Yeah, that, so, that was wrong. They, you know, they did. Was, you just yeah, needed to know how to exactly. adjust them correctly. Right, exactly. And so guys would just take them off, throw them in the trash, and they'd go put some other crappy yeah. carburetor in its place. Right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So last question going back to the first one where's a good place to find eight bolt 16 inch rims for
5: that that's that's not that hard because that was the same bolt pattern all the way up until they went to the new hd trucks on the chevy end of things so that's not that difficult
6: any three you you could probably get a good set of aftermarket for Mm -hmm. next to nothing right well i mean they would be a good you know and they look sharp and stuff like that too so oh, but I would but
5: steel wheels, there's plenty of eight lug, sixteen yeah. wheels, you know, sixteen lug or not talking. Sixteen <laughs> inch eight lug wheels for that. Yeah. And back then, those were the same for all trucks. Yeah. Ford, okay. Chevy, rams all, all those eight yeah. lugs were the same, John.
0: Yeah. Okay, so last question then. What was the last year that Chevy uh made these old used this old eight bolt
5: pattern? Ninety one. So
0: 91 so anything older than a 91 a bolt should be
5: fine correct when they went to 92 i believe they changed the bolt pattern on the independent uh Mm -hmm. independent suspension trucks and again i don't have a i don't have that in front of me right now i'm going off memory but i know for sure you can go 91 and older you might even be able to go newer than that but i you might even go up to like 2001 but don't quote me on that. I think they changed okay. when they went to the because I know the offset and stuff changed when they went to the independent suspension.
6: Look it up under tire rack. I'll yeah, will you tell you, you. Could find and it would probably give you the years that they fit. Yeah, too. good point. So if you right. look okay. it up, there. I,
5: I do know though for a fact, John, ninety-one and older is the square body style trucks. If you find an eight lug wheel off a of ninety-one and older Chevy and even Ford, Ford Dodge, same vintages, same situation, okay. all the same. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, why did they ever use those 16 and a halves? What was That good? was the, that was a
5: popular thing but 16s hadn't been in, invented maybe isn't okay. the right word. I guess it is the right word. I mean for for years we had 16 fives and 16s didn't exist. Yeah. They weren't there. Okay. They just thought. All in right. that, in that era there in 1980 there weren't 16-inch rims out there. They were all 16 fives.
6: Yeah.
0: Or something smaller.
6: Oh, we well, got,
5: well, 15s. On cars, yeah. 13s. 15s and 14s yeah. on 13s, cars. 14s and 15s. But on, on a half ton yeah. truck, there were 15s, and on a three quarter ton, there were 16 fives. 81, they went to 16s. So a year later, that would have had 16s on it, John.
0: All right. Oh, well,. You know, when somebody offers you a truck with a blade on it, no, you take it. <laughs> yeah.
5: No, 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 you take it. Jump all over it. Yeah, For $800, you take it.
6: Eight hundred dollars.
5: No, 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 you take it. And and that that truck <laughs> is it pretty decent, by the way, body wise and everything? No, no, it's beat to hell. It's all beat up, and it was beat to hell when I got it. Yeah, that's too bad, because that truck right now is getting to be worth more and more money all the time.
0: Yeah, no, it's. I got a nice. I got a cover on it right now, but I got a nice hole in the passenger in the driver's side floorboard. <laughs> You can buy floorboards for that,
5: by the way, too, from uh, LMC. Yep. They make floorboards for it. Yeah.
0: And I, the, I couldn't find a hood for it, so I got the uh, hood stiffeners from LMC. Yep, that works too. Mm-hmm.
5: Yep, that was a problem with those. Oh, yeah. Nobody lubricated the hinges enough, so they right. they break the hood. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so. is, yeah. And now I got.
0: To, I'm going to see if I can <laughs> yeah. find or order some new hinges. I got a spring on one side; the other one, the other hinge busted. So. That's my next thing. Right pro-
5: now, and again, that most, most wrecking yards or LMC would have yeah. a hinge. Yeah, yeah. The biggest problem um, is is a lot of the
6: wrecking yards, you they're know, they're worn they, out. They, well, and they they just get rid of that they old stock away. stuff because yeah. it doesn't sell. That's so, right.
5: Yeah. yeah,
0: I found a hood, but I would have had to drive to Craig, and he said it had a crack across. Yeah, the I just put bend. the
5: stiffeners on and Don't worry about it. No,
8: yeah. I ain't
5: driving. I ain't driving to Craig unless it's perfect. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you John, should be able to find wheels, John. Not a big deal. Yep, thank you. You bet, John. Appreciate it very much. Jerry and Greeley, hang tight. Aaron as well. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and, of course, Ready Radio.
4: For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
3: If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go?
5: Winter is here, and we've seen snow, high winds, and fires. You need to make sure your vehicle is ready for whatever Mother Nature throws at you. Let Extreme Auto Repair get you ready for anything that may come your way. With supply chain issues affecting everything we purchase, make sure you don't delay in getting whatever you need for your car or truck done before it's too late. They service all makes and models of vehicles, and they specialize in diesel repair. Don't forget, they also sell tires, and Cooper tires are at their cost. Don't be that person who waits until the last minute to get their vehicle ready. Get into Extreme Auto Repair now. Find them at drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com, or call 3 303-841-1071. That's Extreme Auto Repair.
4: You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Inigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162.
5: All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. And John from Shiny, if you're still listening, I think I was off about 10 years. I think you can go up to a 2010 2011 ish possibly before they switched over to the metric bolt pattern and i'll have to do a little research to verify that but i believe 2011's did in fact have metrics now real quick for everybody listening you can take a newer rim and go to an older truck pretty easily because they will fit around the calipers and all that pretty pretty easily. The older rims going to the newer vehicles that have the same bolt pattern becomes an issue because it won't clear the calipers and the things needed because the offset changed on a lot of those wheels, and they did things differently to, uh, to you know to handle the independent suspension. And what the brakes they are a lot bigger on exactly. the newer ones, too. Exactly, so. yeah. yeah. So, Jerry and Greeley, you're next, sir. Go ahead.
9: A uh, friend of mine has an 07 Saturn with a 2.4 Ecotech and a 141K on it. And he's wondering if he'd be smart to replace the uh, upper and lower radiator hoses as preventative maintenance. But I've heard you say in the past that the
5: materials are so much better nowadays than they used to be that... Has he ever done them? No. Yes, 140, yes.
6: You yeah, need I would but, say so, just time frame-wise. By too. all means, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm.
9: Okay. Yep. Well, Great.
5: Yep. Yeah. That's all, Jerry. That's an easy answer, Jerry. Yeah. Thanks. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. On, at 140k that many years, yes. Yep. Definitely doable. Uh, or should be doing. 303-477-5600 is our number and uh text line 307 282 8222
9: Aaron, you're next. Yeah, hey, uh I just had a comment on the guy's uh, 80 Chevy yes. and the wheels. Yeah, so uh yeah, you're you're right in your last statement that Chevy changed the metric bolt pattern somewhere and... 10 or 11. Yeah, and I
5: can't like remember that. exactly the year, I've, I'm yeah. trying to look it up, and Ford, it's, it, it's vague. You know, But it, bottom one, line, you can measure Ford, it, of course, and always tell if it's a metric yeah. or not, but you need a non-metric eight lug wheel to fit that truck.
9: Right, which, which they're all the same, yep. Ford changed the metric in the Super Duty.
5: Yeah, they went that way, what, 99, 99, Aaron? 99. Yeah. I want to say, yeah. 99. yeah. yeah. Yep. And they use yeah. their own metric got, by the way. So they use their own metric and Chevy yep. and Dodge use their own. Yeah.
9: Yeah, I got I've got 97 Ford wheels on my 92 Dodge and they're Yeah. basically.
5: Yeah, they're the like same. Backers. Yep, yeah, you can do that. Yep. That's no problem.
9: And then uh the, the only thing you can't do is you can't put Chevy wheels on a Ford or a Dodge nope. cuz <laughs> Chevy always used a smaller That's hub, right.
5: Uh, on the center. The hub centric oh, yeah. doesn't work, correct? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of like an issue said, too if you're trying to find if you're looking at those, and you do, uh, in John's case, it wouldn't matter with him just plowing snow. But if you're looking for hub-centric, nope. you really need to stay with the, uh, in that case, a Chevy to a Chevy. Otherwise, you don't even have hub-centric anymore. Yeah. Right. But,
9: yeah, on, the, on those old trucks, it don't matter. No, not for what he's um, doing. It doesn't. Yeah, the lug, and, lug center. Oh, so, yeah. So. that's and then, and then on his fuel pump, uh, I've got an 89 uh, Chevy that's still, that's still the, uh, the old square body with the fuel injection nope it's carbureted 454 carbureted four speed it's the heavy duty it's uh it's the heavy duty one yeah and uh the people that owned it before i got it were always having an issue with it vapor locking with the mechanical pump and they put some those carter booster pumps on each uh saddle tank and then that never really worked right either so when i got it I didn't really need the range because I just use it around the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, I took, I, I, I got the next year uh, fuel pump up for a TBI and put a, put the pump
5: in the tank. In the tank, yeah, that works good.
9: And, and then, and I ran new new steel lines up the frame rail. Yeah. And then I had a leftover uh, Aeromotive return regulator for a carburetor from a previous project, so hmm. I, I set it up on the fender well, and uh, and I just wired the. It's not the best way to do it, but I just wired the pump so anytime the key's on, the pump runs. True. Sure. Um, which, you know, it'd be better to set cool. it up a little different yeah. if you're yeah. 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 using it. Yeah, and, it you know, and on those, but, typically uh, on
5: that truck of his, you can just run one pump after the switch valve, and they worked fine.
9: Yeah. Well, I, I figured the uh, pump in the tank, you know, because the TBI pump still only put out like 15 psi.
5: Right.
6: Yeah, they were pretty
9: good. Um, and, but, but I ran the return regulator just on the one tank, uh, and then I can go out. That thing can set for a year. I can go out, turn the key on, pump the carburetor, you know, pump it a couple times, and a couple uh, 30 seconds of cranking, and it'll fire right up. Right.
5: No, that's a good way of doing it. So, Yeah. Uh, I got an
9: unre- unrelated question. Sure. No, time. go right
5: ahead. We, we're fine. Go ahead, Darren.
9: On. On the new Ram Cummins, you like yeah. the sixty-eight RE transmission or the ASIN?
5: ASIN. Yep. I I mean, now okay. you got to buy a one-ton to do that. Is the only downside. Yeah. Which you know, for, which which you know, to your to your question adds um, adds uh, you know heavier suspension. They get rougher ride, and it adds money. Uh, I mean, so there there's you know you're you're gonna spend roughly. 10 grand more for that truck than you will a regular three-quarter ton
9: yeah i built i did a couple builds on the website and it, it didn't end up it was like five thousand i think
5: five thousand yeah. yeah and that, that's yeah again and that that's all uh, suspension uh, they, and that transmission not, not adding, is what they're charging you yeah. for it,
9: it's like three thousand extra for the high output commons with the
5: yep uh, Yep, and then they're getting a couple of grand for suspension. And the transmission they're kind of throwing yeah. into that other figure, so the rest of that's just in the suspension. Right. And I and I, and if you can get it, I do like the air suspension on them.
9: Does that, that hold up pretty well? Yeah. Well,
5: yes and no. Depends on how you use the truck. Um, uh, for the most part, yes. Okay. Nice thing about it is when you go to hook up trailers and things like that, you can let the back end of the... Vehicle down and just back up and you know raise it back up and hook up. Oh, and they, they, there, there are some cool features with it that way. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can manually control it. It works well as far as that oh, goes. That's nice. You don't even yeah. have to get yeah. out. No, you really don't. I mean, you can literally <laughs> hook the ball right into the tongue. I mean, if you cameras you, are good enough, if you drop it off stuff. that way, yeah. you can roll right back into it, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That oh, part's so nice, and and I do think the ride's a little better. Now we have in our fleet, we've got both, Um and I will tell. We had one truck. That we fought and fought and fought under warranty on the air suspension side of the fence. Only one truck, and I think it was just more of a dealer issue than it was the the truck issue. I just don't think they had the right personnel to fix it properly more than anything else. Sure. Yeah. So, but as far as that goes, I mean, we've we've got several of the air suspension trucks, and they work fine.
9: Yeah. Okay.
5: So. Good to know. All right. And, you, and you're looking right. at a new one, right? Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you buy one with a CP3, not a CP4 as you know.
9: Oh, is that yeah, I know another recalling all the cp 4s And there aren't and there aren't ones,
5: any huh? out there. So if you find one that's got a CP4, you're you know, you're going to be a while before you get a 3 in it. So that but the new ones they are shipping with the CP3. They're though, huh? they're coming CP3s now. Yes. 2022s oh, okay. are CP3s. Well, that's,
9: okay. That's
5: so, good to so, know. so 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 some so most 19s 20s and I think don't quote me on this but i think some of the 21s were still fours as well yeah 22s are not yep
9: okay Okay. sounds good i haven't decided which way to go
5: yet but well i i like the asin just because i think your longevity is you know for the difference in price you know it's it's worth going that way if it were me that's what i own i mean that's what i do so yeah i would i that's what i prefer yes yeah Less likely yep. to have an issue. But yeah, is and we, you know, with us plowing snow and pulling trailers and do all the things we do, they yeah. get beat on a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah, huh? they do. So yeah, yeah having the Ace, and I think, is a better deal. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you can read online, and some some places you can read that
9: people like the sixty eight better. And so you those are guys that, no offense, aren't using them yeah. the way
6: I do. Sorry,
5: I'm just I'm being <laughs> right. honest. Yeah, they're right. just not using them the You're same. way. You drive them
6: down the road all day, every day. They're just fine. Yeah, but, uh, when you put yeah, put some abuse onto them, and yep. yeah,
5: I and again. That's, that's my problem with forums is you don't even know how the guy's using it. So, I, you know, some of these guys yeah, are exactly. playing they're doing X with it. But, yeah, shit, it could be a 15-year-old kid behind a keyboard, Aaron. You have no idea.
6: <laughs> well, <laughs> and, no, you don't. You know, are they plowing their driveway? You have no idea. mean, yeah, that's the or, problem or with forums. They, you literally don't know who you're talking they, to. Yeah,
5: you know, just right. grocery getter. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yep. But, you know, I will tell okay. you as a fleet operator, the ASINs work better. Sure. Well, that that's good to know. So... Appreciate the feedback. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Aaron, thanks. I appreciate it. Carrie and Broomfield, hang tight. I know you got a question for us. We've got time. We'll answer that. Plus, we got lines open 303 477 5600. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
3: Com.
11: You might be misinformed about your home insurance policy and while you're making the claim is not the time to find out. Paul Leuenberger knows this and will educate you about the types of home insurance so you can make the right choices. There are three different kinds of home insurance. Structural home insurance covering the outside, liability insurance for if someone gets hurt on your property, and contents insurance for possessions inside the home. Paul knows that the insurance money received after a big loss is often not enough for total loss replacement. In fact, with other companies, there is no such thing as total loss replacement. That's unique to Paul. Make sure your coverage matches your premium. Otherwise, you can't have the peace of mind that you should have with insurance. Work with someone who will make sure you have the right policy. Call Paul Leuenberger at 303-662-0789 to learn about getting coverage that gives you peace of mind.
5: All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Kerry in Broomfield, you're next.
8: Hey, brother. Um, I got a question for you. Yes. And uh, it, it, I, uh, I've been having starting issues when it was so cold. And uh, I have a 2014 Nissan Armada, and I would have to turn the key off and back on again for it to start. And today, I just replace the um, fuel pump. Do you think that was the issue? I guess that's my question.
6: So when it wouldn't start in the cold weather, would you have to like prime it? Like turn the key on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, and then try to crank yeah. it? Yeah.
8: But just once, turn it off, and turn it back on, and fire right up. And, I just, and, and uh, then I did some research. And I guess there's a pressure regulator. In this vehicle?
6: Kind of a check valve type thing that keeps constant pressure on the injectors. Yeah, I mean, there there is that. But, I, I mean, well, I mean, it's it's really hard to say if that was the issue. I mean, we don't see a lot of fuel pumps fail on those, but, I mean, they do. And how many miles are on this thing?
8: It's 111.
6: Okay, so not very many miles. But, uh, yeah, you know, since you already did it, I it's really hard to say. <laughs> Typically with Nissans if they're hard to start, but they usually have different symptoms than that. Typically the Nissans if they're hard to start they have a coolant temp sensor problem, but but they're really hard to get started when it's cold, so it doesn't sound like you had that issue, so I don't think that's it. Well I was
8: using at the time using the flex fuel, the uh, you know, the the um, uh, you 10, know ten
6: percent the, 10%, what the they ethanol.
8: It. Yeah, and I was uh-huh. using that and and, and I actually parked it for like three or four days, and I had to crank it for like fifteen, twenty minutes to get the start. So I thought, oh, it's got to be a fuel pump. Hmm. So, but I haven't had that issue since. It's just weird stuff started since I've I've owned it for over a year, and it just started this winter. Yeah, and it's kind of weird. Um, but I replaced it, and I, I just my question was because it have been and like you said, you don't know it could be anything, but yeah. Uh, could it be, is there a, um, something else that may have caused
6: that? Uh, well, I, yeah, there definitely could be lots of things that could cause that, but, uh, you know, it, it's just really hard to say. We've seen ignition switches fail. We've seen all kinds of different things that have similar symptoms, but, you know, totally different problems, uh, or totally different causes.
8: Okay. Well, I- Hey, you know what about Nissan? It's really cool. You just flip the back seat up, and you can change the fuel pump oh, yeah. from inside the vehicle. It's yep. really awesome. Yeah, yep, <laughs> so
6: yeah. It made it easy. Some some yeah. of them are some of them are easier than others. That's for sure.
8: All right, all right. Thank you so much. You're all very welcome, Kerry. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I
5: appreciate it. And all right, I got to make a correction. I don't normally do this, Aaron. If you're still listening, no way that truck's an '89 with a carbureted from the factory big block chevy because all of those were fuel injected in fact i went and looked up injectors and things for it which i can buy for an 89 so i'm wondering if it's an 86 not an 89 because 87 they all went fuel injected even the v those were called the v series trucks they weren't k's the k was a new body style the old body style was v and even the v's had fuel injection so if that car that truck came originally that way it's either some Albatross, weird thing. Somebody put or it's an eighty-six. Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. it's an eighty-six. Anyways, food for thought. I didn't want to get corrected by somebody else calling it because eighty-nines were all fuel injected yeah. by then. Right, lines open 303-477-5600. Joe, you're up, sir.
2: John, have you talked about the price of lithium yet? And lithium batteries? I have not. Um, anyway, as you probably know, the price of lithium is up five hundred percent in Jeez. the past twelve months. Jeez. And uh, imagine course, that. Is- And of course, lithium is the key component in, uh, EV batteries. Yep. Um, so it used to be, depending on, you know, how big the car was, you know, a new battery pack would be between 16 and 13,000 dollars. Um, and, and I guess people are saying, you know, you get, you know, 130,000 miles or 12 to 13 years out of a battery pack. Uh, you know, some less, some more. But, um, number one, if you're thinking about buying an EV, You should probably expect to see the price jump by five or six thousand in the coming year. And second, if you are driving a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old EV, you better start saving your pennies because three years from now, when you need a new battery pack, depending whether it's a Tesla or a little tiny Leaf, you know, you'd be looking at—I'm going to guess—three years from now, maybe ten grand for a a little Leaf battery pack. Well, it's it's ten
5: for right currently right now, and this is without some of the. Up charges that you just mentioned a moment ago. A Tesla battery uh, redo uh, would be around tw- ten to twelve thousand dollars. So you're not far off, and that price is going to increase accordingly, as you're saying.
2: Yeah, right. And if you're thinking about buying a used EV, if you're buying a nine-year-old used EV, uh, you might want to think twice because in a couple of years you're going to be, you know, laying out another. Yeah. Uh, you know, who yeah. knows what it's going to be three years from now? But uh, I would say no less than ten. So if you think you're getting a deal on a 9-year-old EV, you might want to, you know, reconsider what your cost of ownership is going to be over the next 5 years because right. it's not going to be cheap.
5: Right. Right. So Agree. Uh, Fully agree.
2: And and of course the shortage in lithium is going to get as for every new EV goes on the road, it's just going to make the shortage worse. Yep. So yep. Not, it's not going to get yeah, That's partially why right now
5: you know some of these guys are there in some cases there are no EVs even in inventory, Joe, they just don't exist.
2: All right. Yeah, you know, the, the White oh, House
5: yeah. wants you to go buy an EV, but they're they're not out there. They don't exist.
2: Well, the, I, I know they're still offering that the federal. I think it's seven thousand five hundred. I don't know. It depends Colorado on the vehicle. Have
5: a... Yeah, and, and a lot of the states will will add on to that, but that depends on the vehicle and what credits they have remaining. Tesla, Chevy have the least amount left, and in some cases, have very little credits. Uh, you typically have to go somewhere else buy a. You know, a Volkswagen or a Kia or a whatever to get your full credit because you're not going to buy a Tesla or a Chevy with full credit.
2: All right, and by one of my business partners has a uh, eight year old Tesla, and he's he tells me he's starting to see a decline in his mileage between yes. charges. Is that is that yep. normal? It sure is. Normal? is. It means yeah. the
6: battery's degrading. Yeah, the the batteries. That's typically what they do. Yep. Yeah. It's exactly what it does. Stop, yeah. stop lasting as long. And, and
5: what happens on all EVs is once one cell. Starts to have an issue, it goes into yeah. lint mode, and you're not driving it.
6: Right. You just shut it down. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Especially on that car.
2: But a, it, right. But if but if you don't have an, an issue with the cell, but just in general, general degradation, yes. you know, he's telling me he's seeing about 15% less yes. mileage How now. How old the car a car is it,
5: years, Joe? Eight years. Eight years
2: old. Eight um, years old.
5: I would think about either trading that car off fairly quickly or plan on doing a battery in the not-too-distant future. If it were okay. me, I'd get yeah. rid of it right now.
2: The, well, the newer I, I technology, and be the my, newer ones,
5: I'm so. dead serious. I'd get rid of it now. I'm not. I'm not joking. I would sell that car now.
2: Yeah, because it, it can. Yeah, I, I think I'll. I'll make that recommendation to him. So he, his his repair
5: bills are going to be big in the not too distant future. They can be
6: good one day yeah. and not
5: the next. He's, he's day, already so. got the signs of, of that. So I, yeah, I would be doing that. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, again, just something for your listeners or, to think about if they're or send it down to Phoenix new- to
5: to Gruber and have those guys do a battery, one of the two.
2: Okay. Is it is it cheaper? I'm yes. assuming with group, are they yes. He's okay. way cheaper.
5: He's probably half of uh, what Tesla would be.
2: Wow. Well, okay. Good, good to know. Okay. I will I'll let him know that too. All, All right. right.
5: Thanks, John. You bet, Joe. Appreciate it very much. Aaron, Aaron, you're back with us. Yeah. Uh, you there? Did you check the VIN to make sure it's in fact an '89? Because it can't be with carburetor.
9: It, it well uh so i was just i just happened across the title and i was looking for one the other day it's definitely an 89 but here's the thing it's not a k 3500 it's a v 3500
5: correct but they still had so fuel injected good. on v's somebody uh, somebody either did, did a bunch of changing around on that truck or something's weird because they it, did not make a v was, with well, a carburetor in that it, year it was
9: a it was a government it was a government order
5: okay then that's a whole Lead different truck. world cuz regular retail yep. trucks were all fuel injected yeah. right yeah. yeah
9: and and if you look on you can look up parts for an 89 and it'll list both the fuel injected and a carburetor
5: <laughs> but it was it was Not a government that, well, order it may it would uh, nap the the what I just looked up in Napa does not show a carburetor, but again, it could yeah. be. But that, yeah, well, but, that it, but you it, have to go VIN number on that one because the, being a government deal is way different. Yes. Yeah.
9: Yeah. It was a it was a government order truck. So there it, you go. It was probably the last. It was that makes the more last sense. One that rolled off the assembly line with a carburetor.
5: Yeah, because you you could not buy one from a retail dealer with a carburetor. Yeah. Right. Uh, and again, I just want to make sure yeah, everybody was, else is listening because. Trust me. Somebody be emailing me telling me, oh, no, no, John. You know, they didn't make it. Uh. Anyway, so there's the whole story, right. everybody, just so you know.
9: Yep. Yep. It was a government-order truck. It, the title says an 89. There you we know, go. Maybe
5: it was,
6: yep. But yeah, it, the last, uh, uh, like you said, the last one. Maybe. Yeah,
5: and then those guys, you know, they didn't have the emissions deals and all that to worry about and no. such, so it wasn't as big of a deal for them. So, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, yeah. And, you couldn't buy the funny, it that
9: way. Th- the funny thing, the funny thing is, it, is it come out of California.
5: Oh, that's even weirder. <laughs>
6: Yeah, really.
9: Especially, <laughs> really, no. Yeah. That's even
5: weirder. Honestly,
9: yeah, surprised yeah. They even I'm surprised that. they let yeah, them do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? But yeah, you no, know, it's the government, so they can weird. do whatever they want.
5: Well, thanks. Thanks for clearing that up, Aaron. I appreciate that very much. Thank you, because yeah, it had to be something weird, because a regular, you know, you go down to the dealer and buy a truck back then. They were V series, and that's what they called them. They were a V series truck and a square body, but they were fuel injected. If you went down and bought one from. The dealer so yeah thanks aaron appreciate that all right got another couple hours coming your way myself ken rackley questions for us please call us 303-477-5600 this is drive radio klz 560
0: still haven't had enough go to drive-radio.com email your questions and comments download previous programs and find lots of useful information including your nearest colorado select auto care center that's drive-radio.com Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of
11: Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.